Today is Wednesday, March 2nd. The title for our devotional is Unity and Truth, Part 1. As we said the other day, uh, most of the New Testament is written on these topics of how to maintain unity in the church and also a commitment to the truth. can be difficult, but there are so many examples in Scripture for us to look at. Today we're going to look at another one in 2 Timothy. In Paul's letter to Timothy here, his second letter to Timothy, we learn a great deal about how to address questions of truth in the church. Timothy was a pastor in the city of Ephesus. This letter was likely written just before Paul's death in Rome. So we get a glimpse into the most meaningful things that Paul, the great apostle to the Gentiles, wanted to leave with his young apprentice and dear friend and partner in the gospel. When death is imminent, one tends to focus on what matters most. Personally, this letter has given me great comfort and direction in pastoral ministry. Yet it contains pearls of godly wisdom for all followers of Jesus. Today we're going to read the first half of this section on how to deal with conflicts and issues of truth within the church. Tomorrow we'll follow up with this part two of this. 2 Timothy 2, we're going to read 14 through chapter 3, verse 9. Remind them of these things, and charge them before God not to quarrel about words, which does no good, but only ruins the hearers. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. But avoid irreverent babble, for it will lead people into more and more ungodliness, and their talk will spread like gangrene. Among them are Hymenaeus, I'm going to butcher these, and Philetus, who have swerved from the truth, saying that the resurrection has already happened. They are upsetting the faith of some. But God's firm foundation stands, bearing this seal. The Lord knows those who are his. Let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. Now, in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honorable use, some for dishonorable. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use, set apart as holy, useful to the master of the house, ready for every good work. So flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. Have nothing to do with foolish, ignorant controversies. You know that they breed quarrels, and the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, able to teach, patiently enduring evil, correcting his opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant them repentance leading to a knowledge of the truth. And they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil after being captured by him to do his will. But understand this, that in, those day, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness but denying its power. Avoid such people. For among them are those who creep into households and capture weak women, burdened with sins and led astray by various passions, always learning and never able to arrive at a knowledge of the truth. Just as Janus and Jambres opposed Moses, so these men also opposed the truth, men corrupted in mind and disqualified regarding the faith. But they will not get very far. For their folly will be plain to all, as was that of those two men. 
Since we are reading so much scripture today and tomorrow, I won't be able to dissect the text as thoroughly as I normally do, but allow me to point to a few common themes here. If you have some questions on these, please send them to me. Uh, as the last paragraph, the Janus and Jambres uh, reference is a extra-biblical text that was likely known in the first century to Paul and to Timothy of people of uh, Egyptian sorcerers who opposed Moses. Anyways, uh, yeah, we'll go on. First is identity. Paul calls Timothy to present himself to God as one approved. Uh, in the devotional, if you go to the page, I've, I've color-coded these for you for through the text and with the points so that you can see it more clearly. So as we go through identity, Paul calls Timothy to present himself as to God as one approved. The language, it's a bit strange here, but Paul is reminding Timothy that he has been approved by God, both among the elect, as he says in verse 10 of chapter 2, which we didn't read, uh, one who is the Lord's, as he says in verse 19, but also as one who has been called to this ministry in verse 6 of chapter 1, which he says before. Obviously, we haven't read that. This is also the emphasis in verses 20 to 21, with the illustration of the household utensils. Timothy is a vessel for honorable use, set apart as holy, useful to the master of the house, ready for every good work. End quote. The two who are teaching false doctrines are comparable to vessels of wood and clay for dishonorable use. This is all language of sanctification and being called out or set apart for a special work from God. So Paul here is reminding Timothy of his identity and his calling. Second is integrity. Another interesting theme in this section is Paul's extreme emphasis on integrity. Paul gets at this idea both in the positive and the negative. First, the negative. Paul sets up a character test in 3, 1 through 5 and concludes by telling Timothy to, quote, avoid such people. We would do well to heed his teaching. So often in conversations around what is true, character is left out of the conversation. He can be a jerk as long as he's right or he's getting results, we often say. This is not the way for ministers of the gospel. Instead, Paul calls Timothy to pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace as they are paramount in the Christian life. And then thirdly is truth. Truth is really important. Again, Paul speaks of this in the negative and the positive sense. Negatively, we are not to quarrel about words, participate in irreverent babble, or remain agnostic, as he says in verse 7. It's unclear exactly what the teaching entails besides that they had claimed the resurrection had already happened, as he says in verse 18. In 1 Timothy 6.20, Paul tells Timothy to avoid what is falsely called knowledge, which could be a form of what later became known as Gnosticism. This was a hyper-spiritual form of the faith in which the bodily resurrection of Jesus and the, re- and the restoration of physical creation were denied. So it was heretical. Yet, Paul teaches Timothy to avoid these arguments and stick to the teaching of the gospel. These warnings ring as true today as they did then. In my experience, conversations with those who display the character of chapter 3, 1-5 through five, can be described as quarreling about words and irreverent babble. Also, he condemns agnosticism in 3.7. Today is common for agnosticism to be a virtue, saying, I don't know, endlessly without ever honestly seeking the truth with the intent of finding it and holding to it. It's a compelling option to avoid the polarized, heated topics of our day. It's much easier to just say, I don't know, than to come to the truth and then have to defend it uh, with those who disagree with you. The positive side is to rightly handle the word of truth in verse 15. We'll talk about this tomorrow. For additional content, I've linked you to second, the Second Timothy video in the Bible Project to get a glimpse of what this book is all about.
devotional is already getting long. Um, so what I'm going to do this week is move most of the application to Fridays. So uh, make sure you follow along through the end of the week for um, the application and how to apply these texts to our church and our life-changing community that we want LifeBridge to become.